virtue. What comes to mind when you hear that word? One of my favorite definitions for virtue is a beneficial quality or power of a thing. We are all filled with our own virtues, personal strengths and power within us that are gifts given to us by God. The real magic happens when we recognize our virtues and become guardians of these virtues, using them for the good of others. Join me, your host, Elisa Lindsay Johnson, as I talk to amazing guardians of virtue who all have one thing in common, a desire to use their gifts for good. I hope that as you listen to this podcast, you are emboldened with your own virtues. Let us all strive to be guardians of virtue. I almost got that awesome sauce on there. You should say it again, Juliana. Awesome sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> There's probably going to be a lot of giggling on here. Um, maybe from me. That's maybe my from... middle name. That's my middle name. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, my Trek fam and the people listening. I got my Trek kiddos on here today. And they, I can't believe they said yes. Why'd you guys say yes? Why'd you guys say yes to being on the podcast episode? Because it's a really cool opportunity. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it had to stay in the family, Mom. Yeah. Keep the family business running. I couldn't couldn't miss out flexing on friends. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Today we're going to talk about what it means to be a guardian of testimony. And I, when we were at Trek and we talked about the possibility of you guys on here, um, I don't remember if it was Savannah. Is she the one that thought of guardian of heritage, maybe? Yeah. I was thinking about doing that, but um at the end of Trek, do you guys remember uh was it Friday night when um Sister Pound, or what no or was it Saturday morning? When Sister Pound gave you guys the the little envelopes and and Friday it night. said it was Friday night. Mm-hmm. So our stake for people that weren't at Trek, um our stake young women's president handed out uh, envelopes with the kids' names, all the kids and uh, it was for the person that they went to trek for. And historically, I guess they've put, you know, a pioneer or something on the, on the card and that's who the person does the trek for. But in this instance, what was it, guys? Um, that we're trekking for ourselves and that we're doing it for ourselves. And it said like our birthday and stuff because we're not doing it for anybody else. We're doing it for ourselves. Yeah. So, uh, this trek was for you and I could tell. From my perspective, I can tell that you guys, your, the te- your testimonies in particular grew over the five days that we had checked. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. So what is a testimony? Tell me what a testimony is. There's so many ways that you can put it. Mm-hmm. What's one way, Juliana? Um, Sharing your thoughts and your spiritual meanings and all of the stuff that you think that is right to share with the people around you about your spiritual self and your connection with God and how this he has saved us and how he has saved people around you and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Rachel, what do you think a testimony is? It's something that you know, like when they say giving a testimony like in court and stuff, it's it's always going to be individual, but it's like what you know, what helps to make up the way you think and the way that you see the world around you. So like when we bear our testimonies, it's something that we know for sure, like how we're building our foundation. Yeah. Yeah. 
And Kaylee, how, how do we know for sure? How do you know for sure what your testimony is? Um, you pray and you ponder it. Yeah. Grant, what do you think a testimony is? Um, I would say, like, declaration of what you believe in and what you hope others believe in. And, like, basically stuff you want to say to help maybe touch someone else's heart, I guess. Like, that's not good. But, like, something that would inspire someone else. You know? Yeah. What are some things that you guys did before Trek to help grow your testimony? Well, personally, I prayed a lot about it. Um, I prayed about hopefully that nothing happens and that whoever becomes like my family, that we all become really close together. Obviously, we are. Um, yes. <laughs> and that everything turns out to be safe, that nothing happens and uh, that like we all turn out to be okay. And when I was, like, preparing for Trek, me and my mom would go to the dam, and we would run, like, to the dam and then back to our car uh, to, like, practice walking and stuff for that long of a distance. Mm -hmm. And do that, like, every other day before Trek started. That's awesome. That's a great way to prepare for Trek. Yeah. Grant, you were going to say something? Um, so, for Trek, I went to EFY out in Utah, and like Juliana said, there was lots of, like, walking, like, from the, you know, everywhere. So the I say that helped a little bit, but, but also just the like the spiritual having that like a week before it just kind of like almost gives you what to expect, but also gives you a, a map of like how to act and like, if you want to feel straight. Yeah. Um. Would you say being a teenager is as a teenager is it hard to keep your testimony strong? I don't think so, or at least not for me. Why? I mean, it's like I did this thing with the missionaries Thursday and I compared like testimonies to like air. Like, you know, air is true you, or, you know, air, air is real. Like, you can't be like, oh, there's no such thing as air. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. When I, um, yesterday we went to Folly Beach and, um, and I was, I was sitting there in my chair just looking out at the ocean and there were some really pretty clouds and stuff in the sky. And, and I, I just was looking at it and I was like, I don't, how, all of this evidence that, yeah, like how could all of this be without a divine creator that created it? Like it just showed me that God is real, right? Like there's evidence in the, in the book Mormon, it says everything denotes that there is a God. Like God literally, anything that you look at. He exists, and so that helps my testimony of the existence of God grow, right? Um, and so, yeah, I know I totally agree. Even though we can't see Him, even though we can't see air, we know it exists, right? Um, yeah. What? Let's talk about your Trek experience a little bit. What were you expecting leading up to Trek? Were you excited? Um, what? What were you worried about? I can tell you what I was worried about too, but I want to hear. I want to hear from you guys. I was okay. really what were you worried about, Rachel? Everything. Like, I was worried it was going to be really hot, and it, it was, but it wasn't, <laughs> like... Anyways, it was really worried that it was going to be hot, and, like, I'm allergic to everything in the air, and so I, I was worried I wasn't going to feel good the whole time, and I was worried that, like, it was going to be really hard. So I was just really worried the whole time. I think I read my scriptures more than I'd ever read them, like, leading up, like, the week before Trek. Yeah. Why did you do that? Why did you read your scriptures leading up to Trek? Uh, cause in mission prep, they told us when you want to talk to God, you pray. 
And when you want God to talk to you, you read your scriptures. And so I read my scriptures because I wanted to know, like, what to think about it. Because I wanted him to tell me it wasn't going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. That's not and what we Like, after reading the scriptures all week, what what kind of answers did you get about Trek? Uh, I think the best one was in, like, Second Nephi. I think it was, like, chapter 2 or something. And what it said was, he will consecrate thine afflictions for thy gain. And I guess I just liked it because it wasn't telling me that it wasn't going to be super hard. It was like it was. It's going to be an affliction. It's going to be a trial. But that it was going to be for my gain. It was going to be for my benefit in the end. Yeah. Do you feel like um, that happened? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Grant, what did you think about Trek leading up to it? I really did not want to go to Trek leading up to it. I did not saw the forecast. I was very, very hot. Um, I also heard all the horror stories of the past, now the bugs and like just everything in general. Um, but uh, like when I got there, I wasn't too excited. But then I started meeting people in my family, and, well, like direct family, and I was like, okay, maybe this one piece I'll get a chance. And so. Yeah, great. It was it was interesting because um, I could the first day I could tell out of everyone who wanted to be there and who did it. And like Grant had his cool dude cool dude sunglasses on and his bandanas. <laughs> I couldn't even see his eyes, and he just wouldn't even talk. And and at first I was like, oh no, this is gonna be a long week if this is how he's gonna be the whole time. <laughs> But then you like totally flipped your switch the next day you were talking and all this stuff. So you must have decided that Papa Jay and I were okay. Or at least that, <laughs> that your Trek family, your siblings were okay. <laughs> awesome. Juliana, I'm going to guess, I, I think I can guess what you're going to say, but, but what, what were you worried about Trek? Or <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I was so excited for it. Because, well, I'm the first one in my family to go to Trek. My mom never went to Trek because she was terrified to. Mm. So she was like, I need you to go for me and tell me the experience. And I was like, bet, I'm going to (laughs) go. So it was a really fun experience. You know, at first I was worried about who was going to be in my family. If there was, like, people that were going to be, like, really annoyed by, like, my personality or someone that doesn't, like, really, like, obnoxious People like myself, because I'm loud. I'll say that. I'm very loud. I'm a very, like, ecstatic person. And so, you know, I was worried that people would be like, oh, no. Or, like, people just, like, wouldn't, like, vibe with each other. And that's, like, that's what I was mostly worried about. But then once I got to, like, meet everybody in the family and I got to talk to more people, I was like, this really is, like, it it was really amazing. Because we all just, like, connected so quickly. And we all got along so quickly with chants that we did, with walking, with just morning and nighttime devotion. Like, once we, like, all shared our stories and just, like, all talked to each other for a period amount of time, we all just, like, connected on a different level. And that's what, like, it was really enjoyable about it. Yeah. Kaylee, were you worried about Trek? I mean, at first, I was really, like, excited, like, a couple months before. I was so excited. I couldn't wait to get to Trek. And then, like, maybe, like, the week before, I was like, oh, crap. There's going to be so many people. Yeah, I'm going to, like, have a full-blown, like, panic attack, and I'm not going to know what to do. But then I met Mama J and my amazing Trek (laughs) family, and I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be good. (laughs) Oh, it was awesome, wasn't it? 
definitely there are parts that I like wish we could like I wish we could spend all the time with each other (laughs) (laughs) that was the best what surprised you the most about Trek in a positive like the the thing that yeah in a positive way what's the thing that surprised you most Hmm. honestly I thought that we were going to walk a lot more than what we did uh, so when I figured out that, like, oh, it was only, like, six to eight miles, like, a day, you know, I was like, oh, really? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't expect that, so I was like, okay, well, that's not, like, too bad. Like, that's pretty good for how much, like, we walked and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, surpri- what else surprised you guys? Um, I was surprised by how, like, you know, you walk the heat and, like, everything sucks. Like, you could still feel the spirit singing hands with each other and like like just talking about like your like your ancestors and like the people that have done this uh all those years ago to get to the Salt Lake Valley. I just found that very surprising. Yeah. Um Rachel what surprised you most? Uh, I think what surprised me most was how like joyful and willing everyone was to do it. Like I thought people were gonna be complaining the whole time, but like everybody was really willing. They were like like happy the whole time. And mm-hmm. I didn't think that was what happened. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was really, really, really hot. Full <laughs> time. And miserable, but it was still lots of fun, huh? Mm-hmm. Haley, what surprised you the most? Um, to be honest with you, like my mom, she never went to trick, but for some reason she was all like, It's gonna be so hard. You're not gonna know what to do. Your feet are gonna hurt and when I came back from trek, she was like how hard was it? I was like, about as hard as your experience, <laughs> joking at her. And it was, for me, physically, it wasn't hard, but um, it was like spiritually, it was like very impactful. And I was thinking I was going to like suffer the whole time, like physically. Like I was like, it's going to be too hot. I'm going to pass out. And because I don't, I have a bad habit of not eating or drinking. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm totally going to pass out. Like, I was like, at the doctor, I was like, here, I'm like, here, you have my mom's number because you're going to need it. <laughs> but which is, it never which is It's funny because you were Gamma trying to make sure everyone else was eating. <laughs> no, but Gamma ate. Gamma ate. Kaylee just <laughs> did. Kaylee didn't eat. Gamma ate. <laughs> I see. I see. I love it. What part of your testimony grew the most during Trek? Like, if you think about all the, because our testimonies are, it's a bunch of things put together, right? Like, we believe, like, I have a testimony of Heavenly Father. I have a testimony of Jesus. I have a testimony of the gospel. I have a testimony of family or whatever. So, um, how did your testimonies grow? Um, probably my testimony, the most, like, it probably grew was through, like, Jesus and stuff was, like, to follow him faithfully. And to be faithful in him and to not doubt him because the more you doubt, the more that stuff does start to become like harder. Um, and you know, following like your faith through him and throughout that whole trek and just praying, you know, every night and then every morning, you know, saying, hopefully today's a really good day for me to stay hydrated and stuff like that. It was, it was a special and spiritual experience to know that even you know, just like y'all said that even though you can't see him, he's always with all of us, even faithfully and all through that, that 
I it really helped me faithfully to go through myself through him. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Who else wants to share? Um, for me, it's like the power that Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father have with you. Mm-hmm. Because whenever like it was like I was having like a hard time like keeping up with everyone, I was like, um, one of the songs in the youth album is I Can Do All Things Through Christ. And it was mm-hmm. just like replaying in my head just that little line and I was like, Okay, I got this and then I started running and then I regretted it the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rachel, what about you? Okay. I was gonna say that mine I think my testimony probably grew the most in my confidence of like being able to do things through Christ, like knowing that I could do things through Christ in the spirit, just because like being able to see that when I was doing things, when I was reaching out and serving others, like I was doing them, but it it wasn't really me doing them. I didn't know that my friends needed me when I went over to go see if they wanted to play a game or things mm-hmm. like that. I didn't find out till later that that was what they needed. So I think just knowing like my ability to feel the spirit and like act on it was it was important for me in check. Yeah. And I noticed that you did that. In fact, um, I didn't really even notice that. Or I really didn't even know that you weren't excited about Trek until your mom told me later. And and I and you were always worried about your sister having a good time, like making sure your sister was having a good time because you knew that she wasn't excited and um to be there. And I just was really impressed by the fact that you did that. And so. The fact that you're saying that right now about how um, you were aware of of other people's needs because of the spirit, I could totally see that because because I noticed that you did that the entire time, and um, so that's cool. Grant, what were you gonna say? Uh, I would say my my testimony like um, the uh, like the power of God that you can do like like you know like even but like just the fact that they were able all these things were respect the United States and most of them all and like we just we can we can do our thing through Christ like faith in mountains but I I heard someone uh, someone say like faith in mountains but that didn't do much trouble like, you can do hard things through Christ but like it's going to be hard so it don't expect it to be completely easy and that's where faith has the faith comes in that even hard times you know that right yeah yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, real quick, Grant, you mentioned something that caught my attention. You talked about how you learned that faith can move mountains. And I actually, there is a part in the script or in the Book of Mormon that I listened to, um, recently in Helaman where, um, Nephi is given the power. And this is not like Nephi at the beginning of the Book of Mormon, but this Nephi, the son of Helaman is given the power to move mountains. Like literally he can move mountains. He, he had the power to call a famine to the earth, which is actually what he did. Like God gave him this power to do this stuff. So my question to you then, do you really think that you can do that? Do you have, like, do you think when we're, we're taught in the, in the youth scripture this year, right? That we can do all things through Christ. So do you really believe that you can do that? That you can do all things through him? Um, for me, I know I can do. I, I know I can walk on water. This is kind of because when I was little, I used to jump off the diving board and my cousin taught me this. And like right before you hit the water, like you run in place and then you walk on water for a couple of seconds. So I know I can walk on water. I love it. 
what what's going through your head right now? Because I know things are going through my head. Like, well, what what about this? I can't do this. What about this? I can't do this. Um. So I I feel like everyone's about to say that they know they can do anything, guys. But I feel like we all have like a, a point where we're at. You know, not everyone's gonna be the same. So like one person could do literally everything, and one person will have like realistic. Well, not realistic, but like worldly views of everything. I'd say. Uh, so it really depends on who you ask. It's definitely something that I. Um, try and repeat in my mind when I'm doing something hard. Is that what you guys do? Like, if you're doing something that you know you're supposed to do, I feel like just having, I think that scripture is there for us to remind us in the hard times. Because, what do you think? Rachel, you're smiling at me. What do you think? <laughs> um, I think that I know in theory I can do all things through Christ. I think sometimes in practice it's a little hard to remember that, but like, whenever I'm doing stuff hard, I just try to, like, I kind of keep an open prayer in my mind. Not where I'm, like, saying stuff the whole time. Just where I have, like, a prayer in my heart, like, you know, strength. And then I just keep what I've learned in church with me while I'm trying. Yeah. Um, I love that you said that you keep what you learn from church. Um, and I think that is one way to guard your testimonies, right? Like, if you want to make sure that your testimony doesn't go away. Um, cause that's what I feel like a guardian of testimony does to bring it back to what we're talking about today, that, that we guard, we, we keep those things in our heart that we learn at church. We keep our testimony, what we believe is true in our hearts always. And when we do that, even when we have all the onslaught coming in from everything that we face, whether it's, you know, um, at school or online or whatever on TV or whatever that might possibly shake our testimony a little bit it can be a strong right you can keep it strong because you're keeping the things that you've learned in your heart does that make sense would you guys agree with that like what what do you think um i think that something i learned in sunday school a while ago really helps me a lot we learned that there's no room for the bad thoughts to creep in if you're always keeping your mind full of these good thoughts and we were learning about um chastity at the moment which is not what we're talking about right now but i think it applies pretty much everywhere just that if you're always thinking good things and keeping like joy in your heart then you're not able to listen to all the like worldly things that are trying to creep in you know yeah i don't know if that makes sense yeah it does yep anyone else have any thoughts to add i like um what rachel said uh you give some really good examples um (laughs) about like like a positive attitude especially like she said always keep the positive thoughts and like the negative thoughts away because the more negative you are the more you believe that you can't do it you cannot like this is impossible like i just can't do this but like the more positive thoughts and more the clear mindset you have going on the more you have a possible chance of like believing that you can do a certain thing like believing that you will do good on Trek, you know, and having that good positive attitude, you know, waking up and be like, today's going to be a great day, even though sometimes obviously it isn't going to be a good day. And obviously bad things happen. We can't control that. But you can always keep a positive outcome from those bad things. And a positive outcome can always bring out the best in a bad situation. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's been a week since Trek, and you learned a lot about making sure that your testimony is strong, making sure that they talked a lot at Trek about being all in, right, in the gospel. Um, so what what is your plan? What's your game plan going forward to guard your testimony? Um, I'd say uh, the seminary answer is go to church, say your prayers, read your scriptures. Yeah, every day, every day, every day. Well, you don't have to go to church every day, but you know. Yeah, exactly. Kaylee, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, to keep praying about it, because even though, like, you just keep praying, like, you can never pray too much. Yeah, keep an open connection with God, right? Absolutely. Juliana, what do you think? Um, well, like everybody has said, praying, uh, praying during your meals in the mornings at night. Uh, when you need it most, or even when you don't, um, even as simple as maybe sharing the Book of Mormon with some friends, uh, you know, seeing a verse on the app and then taking a screenshot, cause I do this sometimes and I'll send it to my friends and I'll be like, I really like this verse. How do you feel about it? And then we'll like talk about it and stuff. Um, so like sharing stuff with friends and family and being able to talk about it. I think that's right. Yeah. Rachel, what about you? Uh, I think one of the best ways to, like, guard your testimony is to be intentional in everything that you're doing. Like, today in our fifth Sunday lesson, we were learning about covenants and how they make us peacemakers. And I just kept thinking about, like, how we have the sacrament. And it's like, we were given the sacrament because God knows that we're not perfect and we're going to mess up a lot. But he wants us to just, like, try our best and be intentional in everything we're doing. And so I think if we're just, like, making an effort like, no matter how small the effort is, it'll be magnified and we'll be able to, like, strengthen our testimonies no matter what we're doing. Yeah. Your your testimony takes work, right? Like, you can plant it. We talk about planting it. But you also have to feed your testimony and water it and all the things and make sure it has sunlight just to make sure that it, it continues to grow and become stronger and stronger and stronger. Awesome. Okay. So... Um, Grant only has a couple more minutes left with us before he has to go. So for, I know you guys have listened to a couple episodes of the podcast. What do I ask at the end? I'm giving you a pop quiz. What are the two questions I asked? Do you remember? The second one. Okay. What's the second one? Oh no, I wasn't prepared. (laughs) It was who you, it was like, who you think is out of all of history is a defender. uh, I can't remember. Yeah. No, that's close. So the first one is, how do you think Jesus is a guardian of whatever virtue we're talking about? So in this instance, testimony. And then who do you think out of past, present, or future? Well, not future because we don't know yet, right? But past or present, who do you think is a guardian of the specific virtue we're talking about? So Grant's going to answer first because he is limited on time. But I want you all to answer both of those questions. So Grant, how do you think Jesus was a guardian of testimonies and then who do you think is a guardian of testimony um so jesus he had like negative testimonies he had to because he um he had like iron like rock iron faith like even like in the gar- garden of gethsemane he like he knew it was gonna be really hard and he was asking not to do it but he still had faith that if when he get uh, there for him and yeah just little, little things like that um and so Single one, so the guardian of testimony. Uh, 
Uh, I'd say my dad, like for me personally, just him like bear testimony, like scripture study, and like he tells us like um what helps him be a better father for us, and just um yeah, that just makes him uh, my guardian. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you, Grant. You're the best, man. I'm glad. I'm glad that you were you were brave enough to to brave a podcast episode with uh your three of your Trek sisters and no other boys. <laughs> so thank you for well, that. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, absolutely. All right, who am I going to pick next? Um, I was going to see you, Juliana. Bye, Grant. We'll see you later, dude. Bye, Grant. Bye. We love you, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> all right juliana okay so do you want me to answer the same question that you just yes. asked grant yep okay so um how i believe that um our heavenly father was a guardian for our testimonies and stuff was that well one first of all he died for us he died for us on the cross he died for all of our sins he died so that we could have a testimony in the first place and that so we could have a journey and through through our lives to follow him and to go through life with him. Uh, he went through all of that pain and suffering just so we could be happy in the future. And just so we he could see us strive and thrive all throughout our lives for us, for him to see us read our Bibles, to pray to just watch us thrive the stuff he teaches us and i believe that he's like ah, god is just awesome he's awesome um someone who i think is a really good guardian um is actually he was on trek with us and he is <laughs> a beloved family member uh my uncle del priori um yeah. He was at the prayer garden and he did the um one of the statues and he always gives some of the best messages I have ever heard. Like he always, he doesn't just say things from like, just like straight out of nowhere. He always says stuff from the heart. And that's what I appreciate most. Cause like whenever someone in our family needs help, he's always there. He's mm. always there in an instant. He always prays for people who, who needs help. He's, he's always just like a big a part of like everything that happens. He always tries to make everybody's experience and everything that you do like the best thing possible. Like, um, when Trek ended, he came up to like our family, um, and he was like, so how did y'all like Trek? Did you really like it? Was it awesome? And I was like, duh, it was awesome. <laughs> um, but he, I just appreciate him so much for like everything that he does. Cause the amount of people that I talked to during Trek and they're like, his speeches were amazing. And I've, I heard so many people crying when he was talking and saying that like it was so special to see the stuff that he said and then the stuff, how he related to a certain thing. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah. special. Yeah. Uh, the prayer garden was probably one of my favorite parts. Of Trek, besides the chanting and the talking and hanging out, of course. <laughs> the prayer garden was really, really spiritual. It was a really good experience. Yeah, I agree. All right, Kaylee, your turn. Um, how I think um 
was it Jesus Christ or Heavenly Father? Jesus Christ or Heavenly Father, either way. Um, how I think Jesus Christ is a guardian of testimony is he had to have a testimony that what he, like, sacrificing his life would help us. Like, he had to believe it. Like, he had to believe with all his heart that it was true. Because if it wasn't true, he he wouldn't have done it. So that's how I think he is the he is a guardian of testimony. Yeah. And someone that I think is a guardian of testimony is my grandpa. He he's like very spiritual. Like like he he he's goofy, but at church he like puts out like the best answers. But and when I was thinking about going on a mission, he was like, and I came to him. He was like, well. It was like, what's your first thought when you think you want to go on a mission? And I was like, not to do it. He was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do that. And he was like, well, that's what Satan wants you to think. So if you need to keep pondering and fasting and like a week later, I was like, you know what? I do want to go on a mission. Nice. So he's, he is very inspirational and spiritual. And I looked it up to him and like, a thousand different ways. I love that. Thank you. All right, Rachel. Okay. I've had the long, longest time to think, so <laughs> this better be good. I think that Jesus is a guardian of testimony because of his perfect timing and everything and just how he strengthens all of our testimonies on an individual level. I think that all the time when I'm like struggling or I'm having doubts, then that's when I see this like, I call them miracles. I think they're miracles. When something happens that just helps strengthen my testimony or just like seeing in the scriptures the perfect story that I need to hear that day. I just think the way that we're catered to on an individual level is really helpful Um, as a guardian of testimony. Just being able to see that everyone is different and the way we need our testimony strengthened is different and that he sees that. And then somebody I know who's a guardian of testimony is... Okay, so I have a lot of people in my life that I think are really good examples, but mm-hmm. one specific is my friend Natalie. She, we go to the same school, and at lunch, she always prays over her food. And, like, you know, I do it too in my head, but, like, she bows her head in, like, full terms and everything. And it just, for me, is a really good example of, like, not being afraid of what everybody else thinks of you. How she's just willing to, like, wear her wear her church on her sleeve and not be afraid of what anyone else is thinking about her. Oh my goodness. I loved hearing what every, what all of you have said about that. Um, I liked how each of you, uh, thought about Jesus in a slightly different way as a guardian of testimony, but they're all like, um, I, I agreed with all of you. So it was really cool. Um, all right. Before we finish, <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to tell the world? My like, Tens and tens of followers. <laughs> Some listeners. Actually, I don't know who many, how many people listen. I think you guys might have doubled it when you started listening last week. That Mama J is the best Mama J anywhere and everywhere in the world. That's my <laughs> message before I leave. <laughs> you made me happy. <laughs> oh, and that her cinnamon rolls are going to be absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I bribed the... I bribed my pet kids with cinnamon rolls so that they would behave. (laughs) (laughs) That's the story we're sticking with, right? Just like our story about the measles. Have you guys told anyone? 
<laughs> no one. No one. I didn't even. I didn't even tell. I talked about the measles in my episode last week. I don't think I said anything about what our uh, treatment was. You didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I was very careful about that because the world may never know. So, Rachel or Kaylee, do you have anything to add? Um, uh-huh. you can go, Rachel. <laughs> oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just the whole. You mentioned it earlier. The whole time I was at Trek, I was worried about my sister. Just because, I don't know, my sister's like the most important thing in the world to me. But I kind of forgot to think about <laughs> myself a little bit. And so it was just, it was good for me to see. It was strengthening to my testimony to see everyone else who cared about me. And I talked about it in my young woman's class. Just that, you know, when we let people help us and we're willing to like accept help from others, just that it's also strengthening to your testimony. You don't have to do everything on your own just to strengthen it. And a lot of times people are like, oh yeah, you know, I did it and I was so strong and it strengthened my testimony so much, but just also like letting other people in can strengthen you too. Yeah, absolutely. Kaylee? Um, just that um, Trek wouldn't have been the same without my family or mom and Papa Jack. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys had such a good time. It was so fun. Wasn't it fun? It was hard. Yeah. It, was, it was so really fun. <laughs> Okay, I it just was said sweaty last... but fun. Yeah, sweaty but fun. I just said that was the last question I'm going to ask you. But I want, since we're talking about being a guardian of testimony, I want to give you guys each an opportunity to bear your testimony if you'd like to. If you don't want to, that's perfectly fine too. Well, I'll take the first step that I bear my testimony that hopefully everybody that even listens to this podcast and everybody who hears a message out there who feels it spiritually or can seize it or just feels it uh follows that feeling and that they follow their um their life through Christ and that everything that they do ends out through Christ and that they become joyfully and faithful um that he is our savior and he has done everything for us and that the Church of Jesus Christ in Latter-day Saints is the right church. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, I have, a t- uh, like, a really big testimony of prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I pray, like, all the time. Like, I'm, I always am, like, talking to Heavenly Father. And I have a testimony that if you talk to him, that you will feel his love and that you will know he's real and you'll know he's with you and praying is just amazing it's like um you're talking to someone but you can like constantly keep talking because you're not going to get an immediate response so you can just keep rambling on about everything Mm -hmm. that i say these things in jesus christ amen okay i'll go too (laughs) i guess for me one of the biggest things i have a testimony of is repentance I was just realizing like recently that repentance isn't just being sorry for doing bad things. It can be feeling sorry for not doing good things too. And so just like I find it really hard to forgive myself sometimes and to forgive other people. I just tend to like hold a grudge. It's not good, but I do. And when we had Trek, we had testimony meeting and I didn't get up and bear my testimony. And I felt so bad about it afterwards. I know I wasn't the only one because some of my friends were expressing to me that they felt the same thing 
And so I'm just glad here that we have the chance to do it. And in my young woman's class, too, because I felt really, really bad about not following the promptings of the Spirit to go share my testimony. And so I'm just really grateful that we have the chance for daily repentance and to be forgiven and to have it be remembered no more. Uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You guys are the best. <laughs> and I guess I'll share my testimony, too, because I feel left out. <laughs> um. Uh, well, I just I I want to share, and I guess I share my testimony every week when I talk on here. But um, I just want to share my testimony that the youth are pretty stinking awesome, and that um, and I said this last week, but that the I truly believe that you guys were were saved for right now because of your strength. Listening to you talk um during our conversation today and. Um, seeing you guys last week during Trek, uh, seeing you grow, seeing, hearing you talk about your testimonies about, um, the, seeing the strength that you have, uh, really solidified that testimony for me that, that Heavenly Father thinks that you're special and that he, um, he did reserve you for now because he needs strong people and you guys are that. And I can see the strength that you emanate. It's, it's very palpable and I am just really, I feel really special that I get to be part of your lives and to see, see that. And so thank you for, thank you for going for, to trust <laughs> and, um, for not asking to be moved to a different family. <laughs> <laughs> not that it would have changed if you did, or maybe you did. I don't know. I don't know, but, um, I'm so glad that I got to know you girls and Grant's. And all the rest of our family, we had an awesome family. I know everyone at Trek thought that about their own families, but we had a pretty stinking awesome family. And um, it, I'm grateful that you call me Mama J still, even though we're not at Trek anymore. And I hope that you still do. And uh, you guys, you're the best. So, all right. Thanks for doing this for me. Can you guys believe ah! it? You're yeah. on the podcast episode. What? Woo! <laughs> I love it. Thank you for being willing to do this. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you walk away filled with strength and power, or dare I say, virtue, as you use your own gifts for good too. Podcasts live by the reviews that are written for them. Please leave a review and let me know what you think. I hope you all have a blessed day. Bye.